Welcome back to Chronicle Headlines. I'm your host, John McGowan, and this is a very special episode. We have a new print issue out, and I have two guests on Zoom with me here today to talk about it. Uh, please introduce yourself, guys. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-editors-in-chief. And I'm Noah, the other co-editor-in-chief of the Chronicle. And uh, how are we doing this week after uh, all that production? Doing good, definitely able to take a deep breath um, after we saw it on Tuesday, saw that there were no errors in the print issue or um, that everything looked how we wanted it to look. So definitely a deep breath there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. I, I just I just took a look at it and uh, it looks looks good to me. Um, no, were you going to say something or sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. I was just going to say pretty much the same thing. It's all, with, with any one of these issues, it's always kind of a sigh of relief a little bit when you get it off because there's always just such a grind in that week leading up to getting it off to the printer since we have to get it out Friday night um, and for me I'm always kind of in like hibernation basically the weekend after that just because there's right. so much and it's just kind of like a recalibrating period a little bit and then Tuesday it comes out and just be able to flip through the page and be like all right there was no like major printing errors to handle or anything like that it's like all right it's good and it's like all right, Zen. Yeah, that back a little bit. that little bit of fear, just like opening it up, like hoping that it looks right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So tell me, like, guys, like, what is this issue? What's it about? Yeah. So it's um called Then and Now, and it uh has a feature of a couple stories and also the photo spread and a comic um that kind of take a look in the past of when the Chronicle was first formed. Uh, and that was in 1978, right, Noah? Yeah, so basically um, the Chronicle started in 78, um, but right before then, um, the same organization, it was called the CC Writer, and it, that started in the fall of 1973. Um, so that was sort of the inspiration for the issue because um, obviously then 2023 will represent the 50th anniversary of that. So we kind of took it from the perspective of this issue is sort of previewing um, the upcoming year, just because, you know, obviously we're in December, so 2023 is right around the corner. Um, and there'll be, you know, hopefully, you know, plenty more content to come uh, throughout the course of the next year over this sort of celebration. But we wanted to take a moment to sort of preview that 50th anniversary of student journalism at Columbia. Totally. Um, yeah, I remember when I first heard about the theme, it was very interesting just because I don't know, like, even in, like, our training for the Chronicle, like, we were all told about this, like, the CC writer, you know, and, like, the the, <laughs> the legendary, like, pass of the Chronicle or whatever. Uh, so it's cool that, like, we get to share that with, you know, the student community. Um, so what are some of the articles we might see in this? Yeah, so um, one of the articles is written by Cami, um, and it's kind of a look into fashion trends, over the years, um, and especially the ones that are relevant now. Um, so that was kind of the whole point of then and now also is that um, in looking back to the past, like how can we tie it into what's relevant now? And it's not that hard to do, honestly, when you think about it. Um, and that article definitely highlights a lot of the trends that were um, big in the 70s, 80s, and then are returning now. Uh, and then another article is from Irvin, and that's about the Pacific Garden Mission. And that's been around for 145 years, I believe. 
um, and helping uh, people who are experiencing homelessness in the city. Uh, so that was a really cool metro look at something that's in Chicago's past, um, but also relates to Columbia because it used to be right where Jones College Prep is and everyone at Columbia knows that um, landmark. Right. So, uh, Yeah, I thought that was the Pacific Garden Mission one was a really, really good choice to focus on because so much of like what we publish is... Um, you know, like cool spots around the city, uh, highlighting businesses and all that. So this one that has so much history was like kind of a perfect candidate for for this issue. Uh, another one I wanted to talk about was the tuition increase article, just because um, obviously we've covered that, you know, every semester. <laughs> but um, having that little graph uh, showing the sort of comparison between, you know, then and now, I thought was a really good choice. Yeah, totally. Um, that was... Most of the information there was compiled by uh, Zoe Takaki and um, the graph, which, you know, looks amazing, was done by Elias Gonzalez. Um, and so Zoe brought that idea to us of looking at um, tuition as it's gone through the years. Um, and so between compiling a bunch of numbers from literally going through uh, Chronicle archives, a lot of for a lot of the numbers, you know, I thought that was really interesting that we were going through um, looking for all this data about the college itself and it was the chronicle that it was being pulled from and I think that really kind of proves uh, some of the points we you know we're trying to make with this issue of the importance and the role that the chronicle plays at this college that you know it's the chronicle itself that people are going to to get these numbers and that's where you can find it where these documents of history are so you know that was a really cool addition to add in there Totally. And I think we really put the work in on this one. Um, Noah, Travis told me a lot about, or he told me a little bit about some, you did some like really heavy research for this one. Can you expand on that? Well, so one of the other, I think probably the, the, one of the biggest draws to this issue that I think readers will want to for sure pick up a copy is um, our, we have a, in the middle of the issue, you know, our central sort of spread, we've done all sorts of things with that space uh, throughout you know the past few issues but that this one is definitely one of my favorites because um and this is a print exclusive by the way um what we did was we took a look at some previous uh images that were used in like the early issues of either the cc writer or, like the first several years of the chronicle um and we took photos that were used in those issues um and then took new photos from the same sort of location um, and sort of compare and contrast. And so there's some things that stayed very much the same. And so you could see, for example, like the 600 building compared to today, you know, the facade's a bit different. There's been, there's some cool stories there that I encountered um, with that. And, but then there's some other stuff where it's things that have changed across campus, whether it's how classes are delivered and things like that. I mean, one of the places we include is literally um, the WCRX studio where you're recording from right now, mm -hmm. um, looking back at you know, the 80s when they were expanding their reach and, you know, the Chronicle also covered when they made the transition from being WDRX to WCRX. Um, so it was really cool to take a chance to dig through all of that history and gain a little perspective on that. Right. Yeah, I'll just add, I'll just add to, um, I also looked through the archives and one of the points that I want to emphasize is like the classes that are still offered today at Columbia, which I found super interesting, um, like ceramics and Tai Chi. And I feel like those two classes specifically are like really unique that not every college offers. And so that kind of just shows 
the continuity of Columbia's like artistic courses that are offered and have been over the years. Totally. And um, was it hard to like, what was the process like finding all this stuff? Was it was it hard? Uh, Well, so I'll just say, um, I mean, it was definitely a time commitment, but I will say uh, the digital commons, which is put together by the archive team at Columbia's library, um, was a fantastic resource for us. We relied on it for all of this stuff. They have essentially every issue of the Chronicle throughout history digitized and free to the public. Um, So there's that available and there's all sorts of other historical documents um, throughout Columbia's history that are digitized there. And it's a free resource that anyone can use online. Um, So I highly recommend the digital commons. Um, It's a really, if you have the time to just spend some time and dig around there, it's a really cool uh, experience to have. And I'm, I'm really glad that I did. So it it definitely was easy to navigate and find all that because of them. Um, But it definitely was time consuming because there's a lot of years of Chronicle to go through. Totally. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess I wanted to ask, what did you guys like learn from, from doing this issue? I would say, um, on like a, a teamwork level, um, every time an issue comes around and we always know this going into it, but every time an issue comes around, it really shows like how much of a team we are and how everyone contributes to it um from the editors at e1 to copy editors to everyone that got the story published on the site the reporter doing the interviews um graphic designers everyone contributes to the issue all the way up to like our page designers who lay it out on the page um which amanda and ruth really led that um that piece there um and it's always so fun on production night like seeing that come alive and seeing it like laid out in front of you and then also production night is just a fun like collaborative environment in the office where you really feel like you're in a like old-fashioned newsroom almost like totally. this is how it is in the old days <laughs> papers flying around everywhere people are rushing by and stuff like that yeah um yeah Noah, uh, what about you yeah i would say on like a personal sort of like you know chronicle today level team level i would say i think that and i think this ends up being a takeaway a lot of times but i think that we you know learned that we often underestimate what we're capable of i think and i I always leave super impressed by the final product of you know all the elements that are able to come together to form it and i gotta say i mean Anna mentioned it, but the the page designers in particular always just absolutely knock it out of the park. And they always, I know they drive themselves into the ground with how much and how hard they're working during production week, but they manage to make it look so easy and so seamless and flawless. And, you know, we, on that last night, you know, we spend a lot of time just like looking over pages and all of that. And every time they send one, like, aside from little things it's just i'm just like how did you manage to just put this together and seem to do it so flawlessly so immediately and so they they always leave me impressed um as far as big takeaways go from the process of the issue itself i would say um it's interesting to see how much columbia has stayed the same and changed like simultaneously um because 
there's been a lot of movement like physically you know they used to be on like lakeshore drive and on the north side like that's where a bunch of the columbia buildings were and so it's interesting seeing where all of them have moved like besides 600 you know most of the columbia buildings that are currently used are like relatively new to being part of columbia's campus in the grand scheme of things and so i thought that was really interesting but it's also interesting seeing how so many of the same like concerns from students and whatnot have seemingly been prevalent all this time you know there's so many headlines that i'd come across that i'd be like yeah that's probably a headline we could run today whether it be about you know tuition or um you know how uh, faculty satisfaction things along those lines there's just been so many um stories like that through the years that it's interesting seeing how even as you know times change and staff changes and the, even the president changes right um that you see all of those still present totally and uh getting getting close to wrapping things up here i wanted to ask uh was there any significance in you guys choosing this theme uh like in relation to this being your last semester at the chronicle for both of you like looking back at your time here and like further further back than that i think it was kind of inspired by um definitely like the approaching anniversary like when i realized oh, 2023 is going to be our 50th anniversary. Like, that's a big deal. Um, and I think part of it was, like, wanting to celebrate that anniversary um, while we're still here. But also, yeah, I guess it it definitely does relate to a little bit, like, our experience um, as we're both leaving, you know, looking back at Columbia and, you know, thinking about how it relates to now. Yeah, I think, I don't know that it's necessarily like super tied to us in particular. It's definitely one that I'm proud of to walk out with as, you know, the final one with my name on it. Totally. Um, but I, I will say, I think, you know, it's it was an idea that was kind of formulating and brewing for quite a while. I mean, even back to like this summer, um, this past summer I had proposed that we do like something where it would be like, like an entire issue is like designed in the style of like the CC right or something that I like to honor. Like that was something I had thrown around, but I think I had like my math wrong as when the 50th anniversary would be. And so I was like, yeah, it didn't totally work. But then Anna came back around for right around now and had sort of the reimagined version that pretty closely resembles what we ended up doing now. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, maybe there was a little bit of greed on both of our parts of oh we have this really cool idea and we want to use it before <laughs> while we still have the chance but um in general you know i think it it, it serves the chronicle well and um and i it's definitely one that i'm really proud of totally that's great um and uh sort of capping it off uh maybe this is obvious but why should students pick up this issue and read it well so i'll just say there's a lot of history that can be learned about their school in this issue and you know beyond that you know i know we're talking a lot about history and stuff and so it may come off as sounding like a textbook but there's plenty of other just general news happening in this issue about what's happening around campus and i mean you talked about the tuition increase and so there's an element in there and tying it to the past now relates but there's plenty of solid huge info um, about current events happening on campus um, that can, you know, I always think that it's important that students be informed of what's going on at their college. I mean, we pay thousands of dollars. So um, 
you should be in the know and you deserve to be in the know of what's happening on campus and what's potentially affecting you as a student. And so because of that, you know, you'll want to pick up one of these issues. Going off of that too, I think um, like the historical look at Columbia in the past, which is super informative, is also just really cool to show like how the culture at Columbia has changed over the years. And nobody knows the culture at Columbia better than the students um, and staff and faculty that work there. Um, so I think it's just a cool issue to read about and also just support your peers that put in the work to produce it. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. It's really, it's an exciting theme for sure. Um, I don't know, anytime you get into like academics, especially in like a big city, you know, there's like so much like juicy stuff that like, you know, is just like living in those archives, you know, that and it's it's super cool to see it all front and center. And uh, I'll echo what you said, Noah. Um, along with that tuition increase story, there's also a very good opinion piece in there that I think a lot of students will relate to. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add? Well, you did mention you were talking about uh, juicy stories that you find at the archives, and I thought I'd share one that I thought was pretty fun and definitely caused a little bit of a stir in the newsroom when we came across it. So basically, when Columbia was first in talks and ultimately purchased the 600 South Michigan building, which I believe was 1975, 76, was right around there, um, after they had made the purchase, there were internal discussions to, um, in order for it to sort of compare and stand out to a lot of the hotel buildings that are right near there, um, there were talks to install a big neon Columbia College sign at the very top above the 15th floor of that what? building. Um, but there were some unhappy students as a result of that because you know talking about you know coming out of their tuition why is our money being spent towards that and so it ultimately ended up being axed um and it never came to be but it's definitely something that i is interesting to think about and you know columbia would definitely that building would definitely look considerably different if that were up there i think so I, that was just a fun little tidbit that we stumbled across if that's what my tuition was being increased for i would be very happy about it 100 <laughs> i'm in on that uh, Anna, what about you? Anything else to add? Um, not really. I mean, I guess going off of what Noah just shared, I thought that piece was interesting, too, because I think we do still find, surprisingly, but we do still find like some people in the city that aren't very familiar with Columbia. I mean, it is a smaller school, um, but it, it still always kind of shocks me when people like haven't heard of it or have heard of it like once. Um, so I just wonder, like, Maybe if we had that big neon sign in the skyline, that we would be way more well known in the city. <laughs> oh, we'd, we'd be the golden jewel of Chicago, dude. That <laughs> that'd be our city. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. Man, I, I'm not gonna stop thinking about that. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. It has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure working with you at the Chronicle. And I think that is going to do it for us today, guys. Please listen to our News and Brief podcast. Please listen to our radio show on WCRX. And of course, check out this issue on newsstands uh, in just about every school building and also other spots around the city. And of course, read the articles on ColumbiaChronicle.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.